0: Welcome to another episode of Bike Shop Boyfriend with your host, Dustin, Uh, That's who's talking, I guess. Uh, Sorry for the awkward intro, never really know how to start these off. Um, I think really the big goal for these podcasts is that I actually somewhat get rid of my audible tics. Um, in my speech, so this is more of a practice to get over that, um, I don't stutter at all, but I do, um, and I do, uh, I'm fully aware of it. And it's me trying to come up with like the best phrasing for the next sentence that I would probably be saying, um, at 10, there's another one. Uh, I don't do any of this scripted. I do have a small outline of notes that I take throughout uh, the course of a day. And I do try and come up with some ideas to talk about. Uh, first up is going to be a bit of a recap as to why the past few days I haven't been posting anything. Um, just a quick sum of the weekend. It was... Uh, pretty much me getting over a weird fatigue block, I'm going to have to call it. Um, There's another one. Uh, (laughs) There's really no excuse or reasoning why. Uh, I will say, though, that uh, a full two weeks worth of uh, negative 20, 25 degree daytime high, uh, that's in Celsius, kids, uh, weather does somewhat draw me down Uh, very cloudy not very sunny wasn't outside all that much so I think my vitamin D levels were very low also my activities uh, in terms of what I was doing outside of the bike shop uh, and the office that I work at um, both were very much uh, sedentary Finishing up like leftovers of like the rich food from the holidays, tremendous eats very much got spoiled in a culinary sense. So, I'm very thankful for that. Uh, but it's more of craving salad, craving the good foods, getting back to a routine that I'm more familiar with, and also the post-holiday cold spell/slash uh, flu spell that everyone I seem to know has been plagued with. Uh, co-workers just full-on flu uh other family members full-on flu um i've been very paranoid about receiving it myself so here's to hopefully not experiencing any of that mess um so I feel like I may have been carrying the virus or what have you in terms of people getting sick, but I myself have not succumbed to being sick. From what I've been seeing, it is looking like it's a horrible day. If you are getting sick, uh, you have my complete empathy on that and hopefully you just rest up, get some hydration going, um, get some sunny days going and yeah. But I will say as a quick follow up this past weekend, uh, the cold snap did break finally, uh, We're Closer to seasonal norms in terms of weather temperatures. It was great to see people out on uh, social media as well as just friends reporting and texting me saying, hey, come on out. It's great out. Um, I unfortunately had other plans this weekend, so that's just a very fast uh, catching up of what's all been going on in terms of outside of the podcast life here. Uh, And I am going to be getting to your questions. Thank you for everyone who has been submitting questions. Um, Yeah. This is truly overwhelming and it's great to see that uh, there is a bit of a conversation going on uh, with myself and yourselves out there. Um, I will be getting to all of them, hopefully, uh, over the course of upcoming podcasts and such. Uh, But today, I'm just going to recap and catch up just a little bit here. So stay tuned for more. All right. As I was mentioning, in terms of recapping uh, what all happened this weekend, I did have the fortune of meeting up with the essential slash Russell. Uh, we did talk about our springtime, late spring—I should even be saying—plans uh, of participating in the Badlands Gravel Battle um, out near Medusa or Medusa, uh, North Dakota, I believe. Um, We are looking at doing the 77-mile short loop, as it's known. It's the medium-length loop of uh, the course. Um, The best time on that one was 4 hours and 34 minutes and change, I believe. Just close to 4 hours and 35 minutes. I think... uh, Yeah, just giving you a breakdown of what we are planning on doing is uh, take the eight-hour drive out on Friday. Enjoy Saturday in terms of doing some openers and getting settled. Uh, Explore a little bit. Get food prep ready for the big day itself on the Sunday. And then Sunday comes around, uh, whatever the event is, uh, how it goes, rain, what have you. uh, Finish it. Feel good about it. Recover well. Enjoy a decent night's sleep. And then uh, Monday we drive back, so that's just a very fast summary of what uh, what we were discussing. Um, on a side note, it was really fun to just connect and talk, shoot the breeze kind of thing over coffees and uh, have a good laugh here and there. And yeah, we were both pretty excited as well as, um, I would say it's a weird anxiousness in some ways because we don't know what to expect. There's a lot of rolling hills this and that to be climbing so it'll be interesting uh as far as what kind of equipment works best and all that so hopefully stuff to report as it comes um yeah i am just wanted to what did i have for my notes here so that's going to be late may um As for gear and all that fun stuff, uh, we're going to be revealing the bikes and probably talking about our bikes and possibly even have a bit of a call-in session uh, with our selection of equipment. And If you've actually done the Badlands Gravel Battle, um, give me a shout out. Let me know how you handled the event, uh, any insights you can possibly offer, that'd be great. Uh, Tire selection would be a big one for me. Very curious as to if you went tubeless, if you kept it with a clincher with a tube inside. Uh, Yeah, Uh, how much hydration did you bring? What was your finishing time? All that fun stuff. So if you got uh, any insights into that particular event, please let me know. And also, uh, the Cops for Kids mentioned that I did last podcast uh, with my man Paul. I'm going to get him to call in and actually explain what they're all doing. Uh, It's going to be an exciting event. Uh, they've been doing a lot of reaching out and the cycling celebrities slash athletes that uh, they've reached out to are actually replying back which is very exciting even if they say no it's good that they have the wherewithal to actually just say hey I'm busy I don't got time necessarily Um, or if they are donating Even better, which is great. It's going to a great cause, the Children's Wish Foundation. Um, And these guys are going to be riding from Winnipeg, the center of the continent, all the way out to Tucson, Arizona over the course of five days. Uh, It's going to be five teams of I don't know how many, but uh, it's going to be a rotating group uh, relay kind of scenario. So that's going to be exciting. And they're getting some pretty decent prizes. So hopefully more to report on their social coming up. Uh, for those of you that don't know a social it's a you buy a ticket for support and then at the event itself it's more like a fundraiser is really the best way to explain it with some minor food maybe some entertainment um but there's gonna be some raffle prizes and all this and that and all the money's going towards uh the children's wish foundation and yeah that's going to be it for this segment so i guess the charity and events going on uh pretty close to soon yikes Um, yeah hopefully more to report on that as it comes and on the bike shop itself front of things uh that was not phrased properly but you know what i'm saying um we are going to be piloting a new program with our service department uh in that we are going to be offering a service pickup and drop off uh for our customers um There's still like a lot of kinks to be working out, but we got a basic roadmap as to how we're gonna be offering this service. Pretty much, it's very similar to what uh, Velofix is offering um, in that they would come to your front door or business and pick up your bike, fix it right then and there, and you get your bike back, so that way you can ride it home. Ours is a little bit different in that if it's just a basic uh, gear shift adjustment or a brake adjustment, Uh, Where there's not much equipment needed to actually service the bike Um, We might be able to do it then and there uh, as well as flat changes because that is often the biggest thing that we get in the spring Um, But the external aspect and the extra added feature is if it's a bigger job or if it's part of your spring basic uh, or it's part of your warranty tune-up that we do offer when you buy a bike from us, um, we're going to be collecting your bike, taking it back to the shop. The guys work on it then and there, and then they load it back into the vehicle and they drop it off uh, at your convenience, making sure that someone is there to receive the bike. Uh, we're just not going to leave it like uh, like a UPS box at your house or something like that where anyone can grab it so hopefully uh that's going to go off without a hitch i do foresee a few hiccups obviously it's a new program for us and anything that's new will have its uh growing pains as i'll nickname them so it's going to be a bit of a learning curve which is going to be exciting i have to admit uh i'm happy to see this sort of service being offered in the winnipeg metropolitan area um and we'll see how it's received i hope to have some good news to report back to you guys and yeah i have to say i'm stoked i might actually try and get out and uh just cover the raw audio feature of what it's like to drive around and like pick up a bike and work on it and all that fun stuff myself i will not be doing any of the service that's to your benefit Uh, i am not a service tech i'm knowledgeable of service issues. However, I lack the experience and uh, grime underneath my fingers to uh, really practice what I preach. So you're benefiting from that. Uh, I'm more of the sales side of things for our bike shop. So if you have any questions about that as well and service stuff, uh, I can always get you the answers that you are looking for. So if that does sort of If you have any questions about service uh, in a bike shop, or if you have any questions about sales in a bike shop, feel free to drop me a line. That's what we're here for. And by we, I really meant myself, but I'm going to, you know what I mean. Royally we, right? Cool. So it's the end of the day, and I'm already home. I meant to get audio uh, from the bike shop during the day and during the shift. However, um, I re well, I got sort of tasked with, uh, training one of our new hires. Uh, her name is Carol. She is going to be, I think a gem of a valued, uh, sales staff, I think is probably the best way to term our positions. Um, it's almost midnight, so I'm kind of out of it and I got to get up soon to do uh, morning trainer for trainer Tuesdays there. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to sort of, relay what all went on there um nothing tragic nothing horrifying or anything like that but it was mostly of a uh, training carol really reminded me that um there is a for sure familiarity slash shorthand in terms of explaining things expectations communication styles all that fun stuff that uh i myself uh as a regular slash veteran of the shop uh takes for granted. Um and the guys that have been there for even longer than myself uh also benefit from that. Like we all sort of speak the same language. Uh we all get along just well. It's very much like a ship of pirates in that if you are supposed to be rigging the cannon, um you know what goes into doing that. If you're supposed to be doing the particular sails and the masts and what have you, swabbing the deck. Um, all those sort of where your hands have to go to meet the right spots and meet the right cues and all that, um, really made me, uh, humble actually for, uh, training Carol in a more precise, uh, adapt to her style of conveying, uh, communication of what our bike shop expects from her, um, in a professional sense. So it was actually really, uh really actually i found i was learning stuff about myself as well as the bike shop at the same time i was educating her if this all makes sense um so i don't know if you in your profession kind of go through the same thing of maybe going through like a certain script what have you but uh i would just say if you can uh just think back to when you first started at your particular job and you had to relearn everything um how green you are how uh Much of a sponge of information you are, even though you're only going to retain so much information because everyone's just browbeating you with info. Um, And all that information that you want to learn is going to come to you in like a certain amount of time, obviously. And um, yeah, I was just really Reminiscent of my earlier experiences of not knowing anything, where things were located, um, product, what's new, what's happening in the industry. Um, yeah, and it just made me really, uh, smile. And I'm smiling now, actually, to myself that, uh, I've come a long way from, uh, being super, super green and being a Lance Armstrong fanboy from when I first started to, um, It's where I'm at now, so it's one of those things that um, you don't know how long climbing up a mountain is until you've actually started climbing the mountain. Uh, And then you take a moment to actually look back to see where you came, and it's a long way down. Um, But having said that, there's still a long way up to where I want to climb on this particular mountain, so uh, I don't know if that's predictive of any news to come, but uh, yeah, it's just one of those things that I'm just you know, taking a moment to stay humble here. It's rare. I would have to say for me. Um, so yeah, I just want to actually thank Carol for uh, being patient with my explanation and actually one of the things, you know, someone is learning something when they ask you a question or a follow up question to uh, a statement or an analogy you just gave to explain a concept of some sort, um, you know, She's going to be a quick learner, and uh, yeah, it's very encouraging, and I'm very excited for it. I would have had her on the podcast, one, had I thought about it, two, um, this is realistically her third or fourth shift in the shop, so I don't want to like scare her by like, here, let me record your audio on uh, the internet for a posterity here, you know, so I didn't want to freak her out, so those are my thoughts. And I think this is going to be the last segment of this particular episode. Um, The big thing that I would have to say that was really cool today was uh, not only was I training someone new. um, The coolest thing I saw, and I actually posted it on my Instagram, was uh, some zip454s NSW wheels came in uh they are the disc version of the clincher wheel Um, these are the ones that you may have seen in trade magazines or on the internet that have a weird sort of humpback uh, profile to each um increment between the spokes i guess would say um the idea is that it's animal, animal mimicry in that it's mimicking the uh dorsal profile of uh humpback whales in fact uh it was sort of where they drew inspiration for this particular design of the wheel um and they are around the uh 400 uh, millimeter deep uh section wheels um it does vary obviously where it rises up to create that hump sort of look to it They are very, very swish, um, in terms of price point and I have yet to even ride on them, uh, but they are for, I believe a customer, um, being a disc version, I'm actually almost tempted to, uh, put them on a particular, uh, client's Pinarello disc bike, uh, F10 in fact, that they have set up and, uh, set them up with something like that and I'm, if they are not meant for any particular client, I'm going to try and actually m- see if that client is interested in them. Um, that way we can build up their bike uh, with mechanical... Actually, no, it's Darius, Uh Di2, the new uh, hydraulic mechanical uh, group set. Uh, they didn't want to deal with the batteries, but they did want to deal with... Uh, the braking power that hydraulic brakes give you on a particular road bike Um, i for one am just excited just to see these wheels uh in my hands kind of thing instead of in glossy uh marketing campaign images um they are as light as they claim to be uh i didn't actually weigh them but i did pick them up out of the box and i'm kind of astounded that such a deep section wheel is as light as as it is um and another wheel set that i'm actually maybe yeah i'll probably get them for myself is uh the new giant uh wheel system that is being released for the sunweb team um i don't know if you've had a chance to take a look at them there's some uh Images, I guess, photos of race gear and such from the Australian National Championships. Um, Some of the Sunweb team that was racing there or will be racing for the uh, Tour Down Under, they are using these particular wheels at the moment. Um, With, I believe, Vittoria Corsa G Plus on there, uh, the tubulars, However, these are the clincher ones that I'm sort of excited about. They have a massive white sticker that says giant on it. I just kind of like that, uh, bold look to them. Um, either I like my wheels looking bold and provocative and standout-y, or I like them very stealthy, uh, that you almost have to question who makes these particular wheels. Um... So those are uh, just two wheel sets that I'm actually very eager to see in the coming year in the bike shop. One, I've already seen, got my hands on it, Uh, I'm going to see if I can put it onto a Pinarello uh, for a particular customer, and the second one is possibly for myself. Either way, if I do get a set of those giant wheels, rest assured, it's going to show up on my Instagram pretty quickly because I'm going to be screaming around like a very giddy child that's how i roll that's how the bike shop boyfriend goes when you don't hear his voice uh sounding tired and fatigued so there you have it um also today was the 71st birthday for the late great and legendary uh david bowie hence the reason why at the beginning of this whole podcast and for the station there's a whole bunch of david bowie songs um i myself am a huge david bowie fan do yourself a favor play space oddity um front to back, definitely worth your time and enjoy your night. Take care.